Hi, this is Alana Terry. Welcome to Season 5 of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast, bringing you some full and complete and unabridged Christian fiction audiobooks to keep you encouraged and inspired. This season's audiobook is called What Dreams May Come and is narrated by Pamela Lawrence, written by me, Alana Terry, and sponsored by our COVID-19 fundraiser. So what we're doing is taking some of my ebook novels and I've bundled them up as a pay what you can product with a portion of all royalties going to support local relief efforts for COVID-19. If you want to be involved in this fundraiser, it's going to be for a limited time. You can check it out at alanaterry.com slash novels. And now enjoy today's episode of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. Chapter 10 I thought I might find you here. Carl's booming voice pierced through the silence of the church library. Scott looked up from the book he'd been reading. What you got there? Carl asked. He held it up. Revolution in World Missions. You read it? Carl smiled. Only about five times. You set? Sandy and Wung are waiting in the car. Scott followed his pastor out the door. Carl fumbled in his pockets and muttered, Now where did I put those keys? Once they reached his Honda, Carl eased himself into the driver's seat, and Scott hopped in the back. Carl's wife, Sandy, turned around to smile at him. I'm so glad you decided to join us for lunch. I can't find my keys, Carl grumbled, and Sandy pointed to the ignition, where they dangled from a New Orleans Saints keychain. Hey, Mr. Scott, Wung piped up. Do you want to hear a joke? Scott smiled. He'd never felt all that comfortable around kids, but for some reason, Carl and Sandy's son was one of the exceptions. Sure, tell me a good joke. Okay. Wung scrunched up his face in thought before finally reciting, Knock, knock. Who's there? Isaiah. Isaiah who? Isaiah prayer for you every day. Get it? Scott let out the expected chuckle. That's a good one. Now it's your turn, Wung stated as Carl pulled out of the parking lot. My turn to tell you a joke? Wung nodded. Scott thought back to his two years at Bible school. He'd learned some riddles there. If only he could remember one. Okay, how about this? He smiled at Wung's eager expression. What were Goliath's last words? Goliath, Wung repeated. Yeah, Goliath. You know, the giant David killed with the slingshot and the stone. What were his last words? Wung squinted and scratched his cheek. Scott had never met a kid with more expressive features. I don't know. I give up. Scott beamed. Okay, Goliath's last words were, Such a thing never entered my head before. He laughed before he realized the rest of the car was silent. I don't get it, Wung frowned, 
but he didn't wait for Scott to explain the punchline. But now it's my turn. Dad told this one in church last Sunday, so if you heard it, then just pretend like you didn't, all right? How did Moses make his coffee? He brews it. It was a short drive to Carl and Sandy's home in Medford, especially in the middle of a Sunday afternoon. By the time Carl pulled his Honda into the garage, Scott realized two things. First, the Lindgrens were even bigger saints than he'd realized for the patience they showed Wung, who apparently was only quiet when he was eating or sleeping. Second, if Scott tried really hard and had enough distracting him, he could go a full 12 minutes without letting thoughts of Susanna Peters creep into his mind and darken his mood. Chapter 11 The Lord takes such great delight in you, Grandma Lucy spoke into the microphone. Susanna tried to gauge how Pastor Greg felt about his renegade congregant, but his expression was a blend of polite stoicism and patience, perfectly indecipherable. He rejoices over you with his singing. His delight is in you, the workmanship of his hands, the masterpiece of the artist of artists, the great author and finisher of our faith, when we put our trust in him. The words were a blend of scripture verses and Grandma Lucy-style embellishments. Most of the time, Susanna found these sorts of impromptu service closings encouraging. She liked to think that one day she might have Grandma Lucy's boldness and conviction. But today, she was only tired, tired and ready to get home, to the family that was waiting for her. Blessed are those who mourn, Grandma Lucy quoted for they will be comforted. Blessed are those who weep tears of sorrow and grief. Susanna knew those kinds of tears all too well, had experienced them in the most inopportune times since August. That day had started perfectly. It's strange how she remembered the gorgeous weather so vividly, the unexpected cool spell, bringing an early end to the merciless heat of summer. Scott's flight was due in five days, but by the bustle at home, you'd think he was half an hour late. Susanna's mom decided to make Amish friendship bread for his arrival. She'd prepped the starter ten days early, like always, but she'd underestimated the Washington summer heat. Susanna came home from her shift at Winter Grove, to find her mom scrubbing yeasty flour off the kitchen cupboards after the Ziploc bag had burst, exploding starter in every direction. God must be punishing me for my vanity, her mom lamented. It's what I deserve for trying to show off my baking skills to your friend. It always struck Susanna as strange to hear Scott described as her friend as if he was nothing but another student from youth group or homeschool co-op 
who was stopping by for a quick visit, instead of the man she hoped to marry, who was traveling all the way across the country just to meet her. Susanna helped her mom clean the mess and offered to buy a bag of starter from Safe Anchorage Farms. Connie always has some batches ready to sell. I know that, her mom sighed, but I really wanted to do it from scratch. Susanna did her best to cheer her mother up. It will be more authentic this way. Didn't Connie actually get her original starter from the Amish to begin with? Her mom shrugged and pecked her on the cheek. You always have such a positive attitude. But you're tired. You just got home from work and you haven't even changed your clothes. Go rest up. I'll stop by safe anchorage. This is my mistake, and I'm willing to clean up after myself. Susanna should never have let her go. Should have argued that they didn't need any friendship bread that Scott would have been happy with weak-old dry bread rolls. And if her mom still insisted, Susanna should have gotten the starter herself. She needed to pick up some more stationery anyway, and Safe Anchorage always had such nice journals in their gift shop. She should never have allowed her mother out that door. But instead, she handed her mom the keys, gave her a quick kiss on the cheek. Oh, Susanna added, as her mom grabbed her purse. Did Kitty get her afternoon snack? No, hon, I'm sorry. I heard the bag explode and was so busy cleaning it up that I lost track of time. I know you had a long day, but would you mind taking care of it while I'm gone? Of course not. Another hug. How could she have taken that loving physical contact for granted for all those years? Drive safely. That's the part Susanna couldn't remember if she'd said or not. Maybe it was just her memory getting that goodbye mixed up with the hundreds, the thousands of others over the years. Maybe it was her subconscious way of trying to assuage her guilt. She hadn't kept her mom from getting in that car, but she told her to be careful. And then, mom was gone. As simple as that simple as driving a few miles out to Baxter Loop to buy some starter for the Amish friendship bread she wanted to make to impress her daughter's cross-country friend. Grandma Lucy continued on in her prayer, but Susanna's mind was stuck on that one single verse she'd quoted earlier. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Susanna didn't want to sound cynical, didn't want to sound like she doubted the Bible, but she was starting to wonder how long that comfort was supposed to linger before it finally arrived. Thanks again for listening to the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. This has been What Dreams May Come by me, Alana Terry, narrated by Pamela Lawrence. This season of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast is sponsored by our fundraiser for COVID-19 relief work, which you can find out about more when you go to alanaterry.com slash novels. This page will have a link to our fundraiser for as long as it runs. I hope and pray that you stay safe and healthy. I want to thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you real soon.